You are listening to the Nanuet Golden Knights Principles Podcast with your host, Dr. Kevin McCahill. Welcome to the uh, October 2015 Golden Knights Principal Podcast. This is our first official podcast. Uh, I am joined here today by um, a fabulous team. I have two second grade students here, Zoe and Joseph. Welcome. And I have my second grade specialists here. I have classroom teacher, Miss Gillis. Welcome. And reading specialist, Miss Lisman. Thank you for joining us. Um, our topic today is literacy, literacy here at GW Miller. I'm going to start off with a list of questions, starting with, what are the five pillars of good reading instruction? One of the pillars is phonemic awareness, and this is where phonemes, which are sounds, made by individual letters and combinations of letters, make up a single sound. So phonemic awareness is knowing that words are composed of a sequence of sounds that have no isolated meaning, and it's being able to hear those sounds. And that brings us to phonics, the second pillar. This is a strategy that involves learning the alphabetic principles of language and knowledge of letter and sound relationships. Children learn to associate letters with these phonemes or basic speech sounds of English, and this helps them break down the alphabetic code and become independent readers in the pronunciation of words. Many of you have heard of fluency, that's the third pillar. This is the ability to read text accurately, quickly, and with expression. It's directly related to reading comprehension, independent reading, and work completion. Vocabulary is the fourth pillar. This is the acquisition of new words that will help a student understand a story. And lastly, we talk about comprehension. This is an active process whereby a reader interprets and constructs meaning about the text based on prior knowledge and experience. Great, great. Thank you, Ms. Lisman. Uh, my next question, because it is absolutely one of our, um, our huge goals here at GW Miller, is to increase a child's independent reading level. So, uh, Ms. Gillis, what do you do to increase a child's reading level? Um, It's very important for children to reread in order to improve their reading rate and phrasing. They can do this using familiar word lists and texts. The key here, though, is repetition. Instead of reading something just once, repetition of a word list or a text will help improve their fluency, which will in turn improve their reading comprehension. We are going to demonstrate how this can be done with our two fabulous second graders here, Zoe and Joseph. Zoe is going to read to you a word list, and you will see how the repetition is very important. Fold, grind, fold, grind, gold, fold, grind, gold, scold, fold, grind, gold, scold, wild, fold, grind, gold, scold, wild, host, fold, grind, gold, scold, wild, host, kind, fold, grind, gold, scold, wild, host, Kind. Great, Zoe. Thank you so much. Um, Joseph is going to model and demonstrate here how um, the same thing can be done using phrases. On his post with the host, on his post with the host, had a test. On his post with the host, had a test. The gold trim. On his post with the host, had a test. The gold trim when she sold. Last time. On his post with the host had a test. 
the gold trim when sold, when she sold. Excellent. Thank beautiful, you, Joseph. Beautiful. beautiful. Thank you, Zoe and Joseph. They are going to exit our podcast to go back to class. Thank you both. Our third question. Oh, wait, we're not. Oh, we're not okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no um, to improve their oral reading skills and to get them reading with greater expression, the children should practice reading texts using different feelings and voices. So, for example, they can use a happy, scared, or angry voice, or they can read like a cowboy or a king or queen. Getting into character will lead to greater understanding of the story. Um, In order to increase their reading comprehension, specific strategies are taught to help children monitor what they're reading. It is important for children to stop and think about what they are reading. Checks for understanding need to happen along the way and not just at the end of a book or chapter. For fiction texts, questions such as, who is it about, what is happening, what do I think will happen next, are just some of the many questions to ask. For nonfiction texts, questions such as what do I already know about this topic and what new information am I learning are important questions to ask. If these questions cannot be answered, it is important for children to go back and reread. In addition to having the children read both fiction and nonfiction books that are at their level, it is also important for children to hear more difficult texts read aloud to them. Exposure to these more advanced texts will also increase their reading level. Fantastic. All good advice, great advice for parents, for sure. Um, Okay, our third question on our literacy list of questions. How does co-teaching benefit the students? I know that you guys are doing um, collaborative um, co-teaching models here at GW Miller this year. So speak a little bit about that, would you please? Okay, co-teaching has been very beneficial to our students. The co-planning process encourages the two teachers to bounce ideas off each other in order to deliver the strongest lessons. Co-teaching allows more opportunities for small group and one-to-one instruction with close teacher support. Each educator is able to provide constant observation as we take turns providing instruction and assessing student performance and participation. We are finding that having two minds facilitate a classroom community allows students to connect with different personalities and having two different voices in the classroom helps to keep the students more engaged. Great, great. Thank you. Um, So I know this as a parent of an elementary child. You can't go to a school and not hear from the principal that it's so important for the parents at home to read to their kids, to to partner on this literacy um, journey with their children. So how can parents uh, help their children at home? What are some things that they can do to make their children better readers? Well, first and foremost, you are your children's models. And if you model reading as an exciting adventure and a time to cuddle with a good book... It becomes a pleasant experience and a beautiful memory for both of you. You can always share your passions, point out when you're reading a book on gardening or how to fix a motorcycle, have your child read a recipe with you, explore that vacation site or day trip by reading about it, and you want to share that reading gives us information and makes our lives richer. No one gets better at reading by not reading. Reading is a cyclical process. The more you read, the better you get. The better you get, the more you like it. The more you like it, the more you read. And just like in baseball or in karate, you can't progress without practice. Parents should read to their children so that they model what makes a good reader. When reading to your child, you can focus on reading with great expression, stopping along the way to self-monitor or check in for understanding of story elements such as character, setting, problem, and solution. You can foster their higher level thinking skills by asking, what lesson did the author try and teach you? What was the author's purpose in writing the story? 
Does this story remind you of another book you have read or heard? When children are reading independently at home, it is important that they are reading a book that is not too difficult or too easy. A routine can be set up to help ensure good reading habits during this time. For example, create a comfortable, well-lit reading spot or a book nook for your child. Select a consistent time that works best for your schedule. Have a basket of appropriate leveled books and high-interest materials, even magazines, for your child. If you're unsure of the right level, check in with your child's teacher. Based on their experience with the subject, your child's level can vary. Books are a level, not your child. Sometimes a fluent reader may not comprehend. Sometimes a child with decoding issues has excellent comprehension. It really all depends. Once you have a level to start with, sites such as Scholastic Wizard can provide lists of titles at each level. Thank you. Um, so it sounds so very complex. It really does. I mean, there's a great advice for parents. Um, but with the five pillars, with comprehension, with word work, with um, you know phonemic approaches, the phonics, how do you as classroom teachers um, and specialists, how do you assess a child's reading level with all these different variables happening all at the same time? Here at Miller, we assess their oral reading fluency. And this is assessed by listening to our children read a passage aloud. We're listening for their miscues and noting them. We are also listening to their phrasing and expression. The children are timed for one minute in order to assess their reading rate. We also assess children's reading comprehension throughout the year. This is done by asking the children to give an oral or written retelling of a story after they have read it. Their retelling should include details explaining some of the basic story elements, as Ms. Lisman mentioned earlier, such as character, setting, problem, and solution. In addition, some higher-level thinking questions are presented to the children, again, which include author's message, purpose, main idea, and making connections to the text. The ability to support an idea with evidence from the text shows how well the children understand the story. Both the oral reading fluency assessment and the reading comprehension assessment allow teachers to differentiate their instruction to best meet each child's needs. Both of these assessments are done throughout the year so that we can make sure the students can continue to progress. Okay, great. Sounds like a lot of work, but such important work, without a doubt. Okay, so to conclude um, our last question, and then we will do our quote of the day or our, our podcast quote of the month. Um, what is your favorite children's book? Well, first. it just so happens that as we co-teach, we also share the same favorite author and book. We both love Thank You, Mr. Falker by Patricia Polacco. And in this story, the main character, Trisha, has a lot of difficulty learning to read. She fools many a good teacher by memorizing her books. But once she begins getting teased, she feels dumb. It is not until a special teacher, Mr. Falker, and a special reading teacher, Miss Plessy, help her to learn to read and value her unique strengths that she blooms. At the end of the story, we learn this was an actual true account about the author, Patricia Polacco. She writes, there is such sweetness inside that book. Such things, adventure, knowledge, and wisdom. But these things do not come easily. You have to pursue them. Just like we ran after the bees to find their tree. So you must also chase these things through the pages of a book. And we wish all of you many happy adventures with reading. Thank you 
so much. Thank you. Uh, and I want to just say how much I appreciate uh, both Miss Lisman and Miss Gillis taking the time out of their busy teaching days to join us here in the principal's office for our Golden Knights Principals podcast. Our ending quote is, there can be no keener revelation of a society's soul than the way in which it treats its children. Nelson Mandela. Thank you very much. Go Golden Knights. <laughs>